Most people are not living their dreams because of fear, ladies and gentlemen. Fear, limited vision, and lack of self-esteem is what keep most people doing things they don't want to do. The same reason that people stay in relationships where they're abused or they're unhappy or it's unfulfilling, they can't see themselves beyond that relationship. They can't see themselves enjoying life without that person. They think that this is all that they can do. The same reason that people get stuck at a certain level in life, they can't see things being better for them. And they think that this is it and this is all they deserve. This is all they've ever seen. It's been passed on to them. And they think that this is it for them. Fear is the most subtle and destructive of all human diseases. Ladies and gentlemen, fear kills dreams. Fear kills hope. Fear put people in the hospital. Fear can age you. Fear, ladies and gentlemen, can hold you back from doing something that you know within yourself that you're capable of doing, but it will paralyze you. Hey, 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 welcome back. Season three. Man, I'm excited. Got some special guests coming up. Uh, got some awesome stories coming up and got some fantastic lessons coming up. Uh, really appreciate everyone joining me along this journey. And without further ado, here we go. That's my new intro. <laughs> Welcome back, guys, uh, to a, another episode of the 100 Days of Code podcast. This is a special episode, uh, not only for you know the topic itself, but also this is the last episode of season one. Ah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited that uh, you guys have been joining me on this journey. You continue to join me. Uh, join me. Um, you're talking about it, tweeting about it, Instagram, and sharing with friends. I really, really appreciate it. Um, and I do not take this platform for granted. And so with being such, uh, we have a pretty interesting topic uh, today. So uh, I, had a, I had a little chat yesterday with uh, a good friend of mine. You may know him. And if you don't know him, you may know the company. Uh, Ryan Carson. Uh, Ryan Carson of Treehouse, and uh, he's the CEO of Treehouse, and so uh, we had a chat um, um, yesterday, and so, um, you know, as we were chatting, you know, Ryan, if you don't know Ryan, Ryan is a, uh, he's CEO of Treehouse, white male, and uh, he's very, very outspoken, very, very adamant about the um, diversity in tech and how is it's a heavily, heavily unbalanced. And so, and so I was, as I was talking to Ryan, um, Ryan, we started talking about the imposter syndrome and 
Ryan challenged me to do talk about the in, in, real quick. You know, a couple of episodes ago, uh, Travis Warbelow, uh he did it. He came on a podcast and talked about the Impossible Syndrome. Phenomenal episode. If you guys, if you haven't checked that out, please go check that out. Um, and so Ryan challenged me to to kind of do a similar episode of the Impossible Syndrome, but from the perspective of a person of color. And so I really thought that was interesting. Um, um, and so, guys, if you don't know what the imposter syndrome is, just, you know, feeling like, you know, you know, you're, you know, feeling like you're just, you don't know enough. You don't belong here. Um, you know, you're a fraud, um, you know, because, you know, you might be, a lot of times you're comparing yourself to your peers, you know, to other people around you, people on Twitter, Instagram and stuff. And you're, you're comparing a lot of times, and I've done it myself, you're comparing, comparing your day five journey to somebody else's day, you know, 505, you know, so, um, but there is a level to it too. And so uh, before I dive in, I just kind of want to give, you know, if you guys have been following me, and you kind of heard me talk about this, but I think about, I think my background is, is pretty, uh, it's pretty important to this topic. And so before I dive in guys, I just want to make, make this very, very clear. Um, this is not an attack. You know, th this is not an attack on, you know, different races. This is just simply an acknowledgement of my experience, uh, personally, um, what I've seen, um, there's also stats you know, as well. But this is not an attack. And I want to make that very, very clear. This is simply a conversation. And some of you guys want to be open to it. Some of you guys are not going to be open to it. Some of you guys want to agree. Some of you guys are going to disagree. But I think more importantly is the conversation um, is much needed. And so, Ryan, I accept your challenge. And um, here we go. So I, I think, so Real quick, if you guys don't know me, once again, my name is Marlon Avery. Um, I am um, African-American male, African-American male, <laughs> uh, African-American male, uh, born in Germany um, originally. Um, and so lived in Germany for a little while, uh, short period of time, and then moved to Hawaii um, for a little period of time and then moved to Texas. Um, um, and so I stayed in the Houston and slash Cleveland area. Uh, so I was about 14 years old. And then uh, moms, moms was a uh, single parent uh, for the most part. Uh, my father was, um, my father had gotten in trouble early on, you know, in his life. And he was, he, he ended up doing prison time. And so um, that took a toll on me. And, and before I get into this too, that this is not an attack again <laughs> and even even anybody i talk to anybody you know it's not attack my father it's not something to feel bad for this is just simply uh pedigrees and steps that needs to kind of build up for the conversation and so uh, you know father made some mistakes um in early in his life and so but you know my mom had me at 14. um her mom had her uh her mom had her first child at 17. her mom had her first child uh, i believe at 18. <clears throat> and so my great grandmother, she had uh, eight kids, nine, eight, nine kids. Uh, my grandmother had two and then my mom had me at 14. And so what that does, guys, is that uh, that 
lays out a blueprint and how to get through adversity. Uh, but that has no opportunity or let me take that back. That has little opportunity to create a blueprint uh, for financial wealth. Um, and so this right there, those just those things put you in a big group of underrepresented uh, people. And so, um, you know, we. You know, growing up in Houston and stuff, we we lived in, you know, undereducated areas. We lived in a couple of hoods like, you know, um, and so with that, once again, guys, my mom had me at 14. So, you know, it's she's just learning this thing called life. Like she at 14, you're just learning the definition of life. Um, you know, you I mean really how to spell it, <laughs> you know. And so um moms did everything she could. Um and 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 you know it really really it really really uh you know spoke volumes and stuff and you know really really meant a lot. And so with uh pops not being there it took a toll on me uh even when I wasn't necessarily paying attention to it. And so um you know just in the and this is not on this is not only in, in the black community, but you know, um, in any person's um, person racist or community, it you know, if you don't, if a if a male doesn't have a father in his life, he's more likely to uh, be a drug addict, go to jail, um, you know, just multiple things like the stats and statistics goes way higher, you know, when you don't have you know, the consistent um, you know, father and stuff in your life, and so with that. Um, I did fall into one of those categories, which was going to jail. Uh, at one point, been a knucklehead, uh, completely my fault, my actions. Uh, been a knucklehead at one point was facing uh, 10 years in prison. And so, you know, that took, that, that was a, that was a wake, that was a wake up call. That was a wake up call to, there was a wake up call, um, and, that really kind of shifted, you know, a little bit of my mindset. And so, um, you know, you don't know what you don't know. This is the, your product of your environment, you know? And so, and one thing that, one thing I don't like when people say like, oh, you know, you should know better. You should just do better. Well, that's a very small mindset. Um, real quick. Let me ask you a question. Can you see yourself or see the steps of where you are right now to become a billionaire? It's very hard. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah, you can't Google what you don't know. <laughs> and for the developers out there, how do you how do you if you're a day one developer and you're about to build, you know, uh, I don't know, a, a a backend database with Ruby, you know, how, how do you, how do you Google that? Yeah. How to build that backend database, database with Ruby. Okay. Then what happens when you run into a bug? How do you build, how do you Google a bug that you have no clue what it's about, what it means and everything. So you just can't Google. You can't, you don't know what you don't know. Um, and so kind of going along and stuff, you know, throughout that process and there is a wake up call. And so, uh, and then, you know, that 
once I got out of jail, um, I, of course, I want to do better. Um, and so I started to first I wanted to play college ball, which I did. Um, and so that led me into the tech field, tech world, where I started this app called Recure, um, and which eventually led it on to my um, my my coding journey. Um, and so kind of it's kind of quick overview of um, cliff notes of you know, kind of my backstory. But so it kind of leads up now to, you know, going into this coding journey. Um, which was, which was tough, and, you know, which was tough because I started to experience imposter syndrome before I even wrote a lot of code. Why? I think the biggest thing is because I didn't see anybody that looked like me. You know, I didn't see anybody look like me. Um, I didn't see anybody act like me. You know, I didn't see anybody I could relate to, um, you know, any of that. So my, I had a mentor, um, I had a mentor that told me, let me see, she told me in 2000, I think it was 14. I think, it, she, she, think she told me in 2014, Marlon, you should learn how to code. Uh, re- rephrase that. Marlon, you need to learn how to code. You know, this is, and I was, this is, I'm working on right here. Like I'm working on my own iOS app. And so the first thing I did, I was like, okay, let me figure this out. Uh, let me look into it. And I think the first thing I did was uh, I Googled basically how to learn how to code. One of the first things that came up was uh, Scratch or MIT Scratch. And they did a revision of it. But the first version was it was kind of like a like you place blocks. It's kind of like almost kind of like Tetris. You place blocks and stuff to kind of like understand the foundations and stuff. And so I said, OK, I looked at it like, oh, wow, OK, this seems overwhelming. <laughs> um, and then I started to Google and YouTube and stuff and everything. And once again, I didn't see anybody who looked like me. Uh, so immediately shot away from it. Um, no, took that back, ran away from it. <laughs> um, you know, it just seemed overwhelming and it seemed just just far out. Um, and so. That kind of leads into, you know, when you're a when you're coming in, when, you're, when you're coming in trying to be a developer, um, you're going to experience the process syndrome regardless. But then in, if you're getting into her and you're a person of color or a woman and you don't see a lot of people that look like you. Well, there's levels to this. You're going to start to experience that again. or well, at least I did. And. I have friends and stuff that have experienced that as well. I have people that, you know, that hit me up and, you know, and say that they've experienced this stuff. I had a had a kid hit me up from um, Alabama State. Um, and he, you know, he wanted to talk to me and he said, he said, basically, man, you know, he said he's a, he's a, he's a, he's Alabama State. He's uh, studying computer science. And, you know, he said, there's tons of tutorials and stuff like that out there. There's tons of knowledge and stuff like that. But I want to hear from somebody that look like me. You know, you can relate easily. You can very, very well relate easily. Just like, you know, me, I'm a I'm a I'm a Lakers fan. And so if I'm walking down the street and I see somebody with a Lakers hat on, oh wow, immediate connection. I don't know this person's name. I don't know what they're about, but I see a common interest which builds a certain amount of trust automatically 
that now we can start to build a rapport if necessary. Um, and it, it, it happens the same way, too, when you're a person of color. Um, you know, you look for that. You know, you look for that opportunity um, that somebody that's going to understand you, understand your background, you know, where you're coming from, you know, and can lead you in the proper steps to whatever goal you might want to achieve. And so, um, you know, and this um, this is paramount. Like it's. It is it is highly, highly. Uh, it's, it, it's highly, highly. Uh, the opportunity um, when you get an unrepresented person, you know, if it's in your group, if it's in your company, uh, when you get them comfortable and feeling welcome, oh man, it's, 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 it's out of the roof. Um, you really start to see, um, you really start to see the change. You really, you really start to see, uh, you know, the benefit. I would say. So watch this. And just to, you know, kind of throw out something. Um, the the average income, once again, guys, this is this this is this is not an attack. Um, but the average income um, for um, a person of color in America, you know, is. Um, average income for a person of color in America is thirty-eight thousand a year. Um, and the average income for for you know a white American is sixty-one thousand a year. Now, there's plenty of variables that goes into that, but the reason I say this is, watch this. Atlanta is known as being a very very diverse city, especially for the African American culture. The average income for a person of color in just in Atlanta is sixty-four thousand. Oh, that's a big difference. You know why? Because then there, you know, in Atlanta, you know, there is more opportunity for comfort. There's more opportunity for understanding. You know, and so when you get that, you know, that puts you that puts more confidence in you to succeed. Um, reach out to, study, grow, whatever it may be. Um, and so Ryan, <laughs> Ryan mentioned, and I, think he, I think he tweeted it. Um, he said one of the things he wanted to do is that he wanted to you know, kind of get a deeply understanding. So he said one of the things he started to do, once again, you know, Ryan is a, a white male, he started to go to an all-black barbershop to go get his haircut. And he said he was he said he was highly uncomfortable. Well, why? Well, okay. Well, he doesn't know what to say. He he don't know how to relate. Um, you know, he don't know what's okay to say, what's not okay to say. You know, just multiple variables that goes on things. And so, but that happens in a with a person of color or a represented person in a tech company. Like you're you're uncomfortable. You don't know necessarily how to move. Um, you know, what to do, how to grow, you know, you know, anything. So just to kind of kind of reiterate, you know, uh, even even, you know, his that that philosophy, uh, I, I want to go through a couple companies real quick. Um, and I was going back and forth. Should I name the companies? But this is this is open information. 
Um, and so I'll, I'll name the companies. And once again, guys, this is not an attack on these companies, um, but this is also, this is just facts. Um, and these are things that I just kind of want to point out, um, you know, what happens. I'm, I'm going to point out there's for me. And honestly, there's two sides of this. Um, and I'm, I'm going to tell you what those two sides are. So, well, let me tell you now, there's two sides of this. So there's, I'm just going to go through well-known companies, uh, their diversity report, um, and what their diversity report looks like for, I'm this just, I'm coming from my background. You know, I'm a person of color. So what their diversity report looks like from a person of color, um, you know, and the opportunity there. And so there's, I think there, I believe there's responsibility on the company side, but also believe there's responsibility on the person of color side. I think on the company side, we, they could do better jobs as far as reaching out to these, um, to these segments, um, and making sure they're comfortable and how to, you know, infiltrate them into, you know, a winning culture. Um, but there's also too, on the person of color side, I feel like we can do a better job, um, as far as getting more people of color into these segments and, you know, before it even gets to these jobs. And so, you know, you don't have to be the basketball player. You don't have to be the rapper. Um, you don't have to be, you know, what, whatever society stuff uh, infiltrate that these are the only things you can be successful in. And so there's two sides there. And I, I, I really believe once we can, we can work bothly, we can work together on both sides. I, I think valuable um, and remarkable change can happen. So the first company is uh, Google. And so once again, guys, this is this is public information. This is not an attack. These are just facts. Um, and so Google is seventy-eight uh, percent. And oh, I'm sorry. This is just this is their tech. Uh, this is their 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 tech uh, their tech field. And so Google is seventy-eight percent male, twenty-one uh, percent female. Um, and Google is fifty percent white, forty-one percent Asian. Um, 2.8% Latinx and 1.5% uh, black. And this is in the tech field. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go on to the next one that I'm, I'm gonna kind of, kind of reiterate as I, I'm gonna kind of do like an overview and stuff as, as I go back. Um, the next one is Facebook. And so this is in their tech field. Um, uh, Facebook is 42%, I'm sorry, 50% Asian, and this is in their tech field, um, 42% white, um, 3% Hispanic, and 1.3% um, black. The next one is uh, Uber. Um, and so before I, <laughs> before, <laughs> before I, I guys, you most of you know, I, I work for Uber. Um, uh, last year, I worked for Uber, Uber Corporate up in Atlanta, um, not as a driver, but, you know, like in the office. And so I worked for Uber. And so um, I was kind of going back and forth and stuff on this one because I, I've experienced this personally. And um, so I'll say this. So and with the Uber, uh, their diversity report is in the tech field is 82 percent men, 17 um, percent women um, in tech. It's 46 uh, percent white. 44% Asian, uh, 3% Hispanic, and 2.6% African-American. 
Um, with Uber, um, the the only thing is, it's just me. The only thing that that bothers me now, once again, this is me, is they call this a win. You know, if you you know go Google yourself, they say they celebrate diversity. I wouldn't necessarily call this a win, but you know, everybody's goals are different. Um, you know, but I wouldn't necessarily call it a win. Okay, well, Marlon, what would you call a win? Well, I think you can call a fair win is when you your diverse your diverse report can um mirror what America is. And so per people of color of America um uh, in this country, uh, is about 15% of this country. Um, and so that is a heavy, uh, you know, decline or a heavy unbalance. And so, you know, I think the closer we can get to that, the more so we can call that, you know, a, a W. Um, but it's a, it's, it's room for growth. We'll say that. Um, and so then Pinterest, um, Pinterest, uh, it's kind of. Okay, there we go. So Pinterest is fifty-seven uh, percent. This once again, it and they're actually so. Hold on, they have they have there is kind of broken down. They have tech and engineering. So let's do we'll do both. So in tech, they have fifty-seven percent Asian, thirty-six um, percent uh, white, four um, percent um, Hispanic or Latinx, and then two percent black, and then engineering. They have 63% Asian, 32% white, um, 3% Latinx, um, and then 2% once again um, for black. And so now within these companies, um, with most of them, I can't speak for all of them, I I I know um, Uber does. And so within these companies, they do have, uh, they do have uh, ERGs. And so um, what ERGs is, is an employee resource groups. And so basically it's, it's it's like a fraternity within a company. And so they have it broken down between they got like a they got Asian ERG. Uh, they got uh, they got or ERG for immigrants. They got for women, uh, parents, um, um, the LGBT community um, and people of color um, as well. And so they have these groups, you know, as well, which is a definitely a step in the right direction, um, you know. But one thing that's in those groups is that we, if you're in that group, uh, which like I was with Uber, is you're still spread out, you know. So Uber's a big company, um, and so you know, as you're trying to you know look for opportunity and stuff, you know it's still kind of hard to see because it's still so it's hard to see when everybody's kind of spread out, just simply through a chat. Um, and, you know, give you example, um, you know, give you example, the leadership in tech for Uber and when it comes to people of color is 0.1%. And the tech field. For people of color that represents uh, Uber, you know, so that's that's incredibly hard to see yourself, you know, getting there, um, you know, see yourself 
um, you know, growing, um, you know, and, and also too, you know, it's 84%, it's, it's crazy, it's 84% men, you know, it's 84% men, um, it's 57% white, this is leadership uh, when it comes to in, in the um, tech field uh, with Uber, this is 57% white, 42% Asian, 0% um, African-American, 0%, um, Hispanic, uh, 0%, um, Native Hawaiian, um, 0%, uh, American Indian, 0% multiracial. Um, and so, you know, it's tough, you know, it's, 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 it's tough, you know, it's kind of seeing yourself get there. Um, you know, so this kind of goes back to, it kind of goes back to the imposter syndrome. Do I belong here? Mm, I don't see it. You know, I don't see anybody that looks like me. I don't see anybody that can relate to me. I don't see anybody that's coming from my background. Um, you know, so when you have those um, hurdles, um, it's tough. You know, and then subconsciously um, with a lot of companies and and I want to give Ron Carson a lot of credit, you know, and I'm just kind of quoting him is that he said he realized that one day he woke up and wanted to make a change. And he looked at his own company and realized that his company itself is majority uh, white males. You know, so if you're a person of color that's trying to move in, a move up in a company, you know, it's hard to see, you know, it's hard. Not, not only is it hard, it's hard to do for anybody, you know, but it's then it's hard to see. If you don't, if you've never seen anybody there, you know, and so that that can result in um, discouragement uh, that can result of lack of performance, um, you know, that can result in, you know, uh, shying away from opportunity because you just kind of don't see yourself, um, you know, there it, it can result in. A lot of things, but the one of the, one of the biggest things that it doesn't regro, uh, results in is progress. And so, um, this is this is <laughs> this is this is a tough subject. Um, it really is. And guys, once again, this is this is not an attack. This is just a, you know an informative. Um, you know, uh, there's multiple variables and stuff like that. Um, but there's, in if you're still listening, let's 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 do this. By now, you've you've already made your mind up if you are, if you agree or if you disagree. Um, and. Okay, um, but you, by by yeah, by now you've already made your mind if you agree or disagree. Um, but here's something: if you let's say you're in the middle, you don't necessarily you don't understand if you agree or if you disagree, but you want to know more. You know, you want to do you want to know more. You want to be the change, and so um, going back, let's say if you're a company, let's start there. If you're a company. Um, and if you're a person that's in the higher up in a company, um, 
number one, feel free to reach out to me myself. Um, I'm on Instagram at marlon.avery. Um, and uh, my email is marlon, M-A-R-L-O-N, at recure, R-E-K-U-R-E.com. Um, so feel free to start there. Feel free to reach out um, to figure out, you know, what are some ways to um, be a little bit more open and look for that more opportunity. Because, you know, I believe when you start to mirror what America is, um, your company gets very, very, very many perspectives, which results in very, very many ideas, which results in very, very many results. Um, and so if you're a company, let's start there. Let's feel free to reach out. Um, you know, feel free to start to get very, very uncomfortable <laughs> because it is an uncomfortable topic. Um, you know, it's, um, you know, change is uncomfortable. You know, you're, when you're about to go start working out, your body doesn't like it. I want to do this. What do you mean burpees? No, 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 no. Forget that. Um, <laughs> and so, um, I, I think that's, I think that's it. Um, people of color. Um, if you're looking for this opportunity and sort of to change as well, um, feel free to do the same thing. Reach out to me. Um, let's start. I have a, um, I have a couple, I got, a, I got a big thing coming out in January. Um, it's gonna be my own course. Um, my own course coming out in January. Um, but we definitely get you started, uh, before then. And so, and let's make this clear too. If you're not a person of color, still reach out. You know, that's, that's one of the biggest things that I want to make sure clear. Just, you know, just because, you know, I have a soft heart for people that look like me doesn't mean I close out people who don't look like me, um, especially when it comes to coding. You know, you know, the the computer doesn't care what you look like. All they care is you're writing in the correct syntax. <laughs> it will spit you out very quickly. <laughs> um, so still free feel free um, to reach out. And I've said that multiple times here on this podcast and multiple people have reached out to me um, and um, and I, I will continue to help, you know, no matter who you are, no matter what you look like, um, I will continue to help because it is a, you know, tough journey. Um, I just have a better understanding uh, what the journey is coming from a person of color. Um, and so this, let's call that uh, my expertise. And so, um, I think, um, I think, um, there's, there's, there's three things here. There, there's the company, there's a the personal color, and then there's the individual, um, who you may just be a developer, you know, or you may just be a person in marketing or, you know, and you want to, you know, you decide, okay, okay um, I want to get to know something. I want to get in, I want to get a better understanding like Ryan did. Um, and so Ryan named three things that he did, um, which is I'm a, I'm just going to be transparent. These things are tough to watch and listen to. It's tough for me as a person of color to watch this because it's very, very emotional. Um, and so, you know, if you are that person who wants to get a better understanding, um, it, you're going to go through some uncomfortable being uncomfortable, uh, because that's what change is. 
So if you do want to look at these three things, the first thing is um, the new Jim Crow. Uh, That's the first thing that he went out and checked out was the new Jim Crow. Um, It's a it's a tough one. And, you know, it's a very, very um, it's a very, very tough one. Um, And so. Definitely uh, check out that book, um, The New Jim Crow. Um, And that's a a tough one. Uh, The second thing he did. Um, uh, he started listening to Seeing White. Um, it's a podcast. Uh, I'm not sure if they have a YouTube or anything, but it's called Seeing White. Um, I listened to one episode there. Again, guys, it's a tough one. Um, and then the third thing it did is uh, it's called The Thirteenth, and that is a document on Netflix. Um, that is a very, very tough one. Um, but this is also changed, and this also starts the conversation. Um, um, of the equal opportunity, and so, and don't man, be the change. There we go. Uh, be the change. Um, you know, this is this is one of the things that I've been doing. Is uh, I want to be the change for myself. So I no longer, I no longer longer want to represent these statistics. Um, I no longer want to be. You know, the African-American child uh, that comes from a single parent household that usually ends up in prison or dead. Um, Though, unfortunately, those statistics are high. Um, And so I no longer want to be that. And so I want to be the change. And so I immediately, you know, decided to make a difference and within my own personal life. So then I can inspire others, you know, to make a difference. And so. Um, I want to be the change again. And so Ryan, you know, suggested that, you know, he did his podcast. And so there's two things that I want to, what the first thing I would just say, if you want to check out these uh, books, podcasts, and uh, video, um, I suggest you take that, um, check out that. Um, and so then the second thing, once you check those out is action. Lights, camera, action. So, I'll say this. And I'm and I'm and I'm saying this because I'm literally thinking out loud, but um I'll say this. If you want to be the change, you know, check out those things. But then I will say if you are a person of color, I will say reach out to a, another race to help them get through their journey. The tough one. Um, so like for me, if he knows it or not, you know, Ryan's my guy. And Ryan, if you're listening, welcome aboard. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm pretty sure you kind of put two and two together. We've been we've been talking for some quite some time now. Um, but um, you know, I'm 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 looking. So here it is. You know, I have somebody that is you know kind of coaching me through it um, because uh, my perspective also can be one sided. Let's not get that twisted. Um, and so 
I'm being open to as well because there are changes on both sides. Like I mentioned before, there's changing on the company side, but there's also changing in responsibility and accountability that we have to take on our side to people of color. And so, um, yeah, I, I'm going to be the change uh, as well. And so then if you're a person, I said, okay, I said this. So then if you're a, uh, um, a white person, um, do the same thing. Look for a person of color you know, to help guide them through their journey um, and be intentional about it. You know, be very, very intentional about it. Um, you know, and I think, I think we we can, I think, first of all, we, we become knowledgeable and then we put action to it. I, I think that a lot of that can, you know, inspire change and, you know, change and stuff can start to happen. And so once again, guys, this is, uh, you know, this is, the imposter syndrome from, you know, the, you know, person of color. So, you know, once again, you know, the imposter syndrome just feel like you're not welcome, um, but that goes to a different level if you're underrepresented, come from an underrepresented community because then you don't see anybody that looks like you. Um, you don't see anybody that sounds like you. You don't see anybody that can, you know, come from your background. So that goes into a different level, a deeper level, um, and it's hard to get through. And so, um, I want to just kind of put some spotlight to that, um, on that and, you know, basically take the necessary steps to be the change. Um, and so I got, a, I got a couple of ideas. Feel free to reach out to me. Um, you know, agree or disagree. Um, there's, I'm, I'm big on thing is that one thing I'm big on is I, I don't, I'm not going to argue. You know, so if you if you think this is like the stupidest podcast ever, um, you know, and you know you're looking to start a debate, I'm just not going to give you that. Um, you know, I, I feel like the more time you know you do arguing or debating, the less time you put towards action, the, and which siphons the less time that you put towards change. Um, so now, if you you know say, hey, um, Marlon, I feel this. I'm a person of color. You know, I need some help. I feel free. Let's let's definitely, definitely talk, uh, you know, and then, you know, if you're a white person, it's like, hey, Marlon, hey, same thing. I need some help. You know, I, I don't I don't see it. Um, um, you know, I want to I want to understand better because I want to help. Feel free. Um, definitely. Um, and then if you're just a a developer, um, you know, and you want to get some suggestions and stuff on where to start, you know, no matter who you are, feel free. Um, especially women. I feel, <laughs> I feel like women, like, <laughs> just the natural way that women women think. Um, you know, just how deep thought they can get. And I think when you combine that with a skill of problem solving and coding, you're like a borderline superhero. <laughs> you're like you're like uh, Jean Grey from X Men. <laughs> I've always felt like that. I just, so I just never understood why, you know, you know, why companies kind of siphon the opportunity for women to come in and be a developer because, um, I just feel like sometimes they can probably be better than us <laughs> as males, uh, you know, agree, disagree, whatever. Um, and so, but no, it's, um, I, um, you know, it's, uh, if you're still listening then, you know, 
you know, hopefully you're listening for an open heart and the opportunity to change and uh, get better, you know, as we all get better. And so not only did I want to put some spotlight on the change, but I myself want to be the change. I don't want to be one minded, one narrow minded myself. Um, me and Ryan has had some great opportunities and great conversation and stuff. And there's more things coming down the line, down the pipeline. And I'm really, really excited to go ahead and close the deal on and really, really excited to go ahead and introduce to you guys. And so um again i am looking for i have somebody in mind already um but i'm looking for a person to coach up in their journey that comes from a different background and race than i do so not only can i get a better understanding of what they're going to going through um but see how i can help them too you know and then if you're a person of color i'm always open um if you're any person so um but i want to look for the opportunity to direct mentor you know, somebody from, you know, a day one, day 30 or whatever it may be to kind of, you know, get them to at the maximum level where I'm at. Um, and so I feel like I can be that help. I want to be the change, not talk about the change. Let's do it. Um, so, guys, girls, if you do not follow me on social media, shame on you. <laughs> My name is Marlon.Avery on Instagram, uh, code podcast on code podcast on Instagram, code underscore podcast on Twitter. Um, feel free to reach out to me at Marlon at Rekura, R-E-K-U-R-E. That's Marlon, M-A-R-L-O-N, uh, Marlon at Rekura.com email. And so this has been a great episode. Um, and I want to give another shout out to Ryan for suggesting this podcast. Um, and Ryan, we shall talk soon. <laughs> I don't know. I said it like it was a secret. Anyway, guys, I have fun. Um, and um, yeah, I definitely wanted to make sure that it gets out. I woke up this morning at 3, 3 o'clock. Um, I just wanted to get a head start on today because I feel like today was going to be very, very um, powerful. And so want to kind of get that. And it's, it, it's five 30 right now. Uh, my time, Eastern time, I, I am wired. If you cannot tell. Um, so what are you working on? Hit me up, share care. Uh, you know, hit me up. How can I help? How can I help is one of my favorite questions. How can I help? How can I help? I can, I help. So until next time, this is a closeout of season one. Until next time, I am your host, Marlon Avery. I'm out.